got some energy. I got energy today. I've had a cup of tea. That's because that's because you're now Joe from Pod Bible. That's me. Fucking yes, can't. Yep, I was on hardcore listing. It was a fucking dream. I don't know if you've listened to it. I had a blast. I have listened to it. I, know you I was it. mostly just checking to see how many times you mentioned this podcast. This podcast, which well, was this one that I do? Nah, nah, probably not. Probably not worth it. No, nah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like they have a bigger listenership and it would drive traffic to our channel. But yeah, The thing is, there, right, I had uh, in my little notebook, uh, at the top right-hand corner, I had... Uh, <laughs> Did the front of the notebook, was it just like, Joe from Copilots? <laughs> Brackets, not Pod Bible. <laughs> but like, I had our Twitter handle, our Instagram handle, it was all up there, and I was going to say, oh yeah, find us on Simplecast, blah, 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 blah. And it just never came out. <laughs> I, just, I just never said it. So I was like, oh, fuck it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, well, I mean, like, I think they've interacted with like, uh, like the thing is, eh, there's enough interaction between you and Copilots that people might go, "Huh." He's probably <laughs> something to do with this. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what is odd: it, doing a podcast with other people in the same room. I mean, we, I know, it's been really weird the two times we've I was done gonna, it. Is it two? T- oh yeah, no, we did it last year, didn't we? And then in your other London flat, we drank a lot of whiskey. We drank a, a the first time we drank a lot. Was it like a actually the half a bottle of whiskey the first time? Yeah, drank a yeah that we edited it as well. I say we you drank whiskey while I edited. Yeah, that sounds about right. That was good fun. That's not going to happen for a while, is it? Us being in the same room because we're all on fucking lockdown. Who knows when this goes out? Perhaps it's all cleared up and everyone's tooling about in flying cars and shit. But we're, I, I, I think you have really high expectations of how we bounce back. Oh, it's, oh, it's going to be a hell of a comeback. We're going to do really well straight out of the gate. We're like, oh shit, like electric energy. We can get rid of all fossil fuels and that. And then we've got flying cars. And then there'll be another Hindenburg because all the there was someone will let off an EMP and the floating city will come crashing down and then we'll all die because the resulting tsunami because it landed in the Atlantic. And it sent a, oh, obviously, a, a, obviously a tsunami towards New ocean. York, and then another one towards Europe, and everybody drowned. So what what I'm hearing is that the comeback is good. Oh yeah, but then real to bad. A point. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be sat around just like fucking wish that COVID nineteen shit got me. <laughs> yeah, I wish I died of that cold. <laughs> um. <laughs> Speaking of uh, bleak futures, uh, yours. <laughs> I'm definitely getting fired, aren't I? Um, we got a couple of like. I'm straight out of the gate. I'm going to say this now. These, this is two of the best episodes we've talked about. I think. Yeah, I guarantee. I know how one of them got onto this list. As soon as like. <laughs> The opening scene. Oh, we just should we just jump into Electric Dream? Do it, Electric Dreams. So I'll tell you how I think this ended up on the list. Not anything to do. Richard with Madden, the Philip K. Dick. No, 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 no. It's definitely Richard Madden. Oh right, <laughs> Richard Madden is a hundred percent how this ended up on there. And also, just like looking at because this is Electric Dream is very like uh, Black Mirror esque. Yes. Where it's just a an ensemble of different episodes and different actors. An anthology. 
Yeah, no, I knew there was a word for it. I was just, just going to keep going until you said it. Yeah, you were sure. I should have kept real quiet then. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to let you dig this hole. Yeah, but like just looking at the, like the list of actors that they've got to do it. they got some like, a big hitters. Yeah. Uh, Liam Cunningham, also from Game of Thrones. Oh, God. Ju- and some other people who were in things that weren't Game of Thrones. Juno Temple's in episode eight, and, and Juno Temple is... is- rather lovely you know oh you'll know juno temple because she plays um Iggs girlfriend stroke fiance in horns i can't remember her character name though it's driving me mad do you remember when we watched horns merrin that's it yeah i remember watching horns yeah because we both went fucking danny radcliffe's not harry potter anymore i'll tell you what i actually would really like to do a podcast just about the films of daniel radcliffe because post harry potter he has made some wicked decisions. Like, he's done some real interesting shit. I really want to see Akimbo when that comes out. Me too. He, if it comes out. Did you hear his, uh, he did Desert Island Discs the other day, and it was brilliant. Really, really good. No, I didn't I didn't hear that, because I only listen to Stephen King books now. Yeah, you don't do podcasts. Do I mean, first I discover him, and now... <laughs> I can't get enough. It turns out he's written a lot more than I thought he had, <laughs> which is strange for someone you know, an up-and-coming author to have written over fifty novels is quite the achievement for someone who's only been active what, for the past eighteen months. What I think months. is that he's just been very underrated. <laughs> Although, because I'm listening to Desperation now, and he narrates, he's doing the voices, the the talking. I like it. He recorded it. I like it when he narrates the books. He, he's done quite a few of them actually. The thing is, I think. Whoever he got to do Mr. Mercedes, I think Will Patton, maybe, no. That sounds like an actual famous person. And he's done, this is audiobooks. Um, oh, piss by, I can't remember. Whoever Patton. did Mr. Mercedes it did, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was really good. Oh, who did the I really guns? liked his narration. Do you remember that mad so bit when I, I text you like halfway through because we were listening to eleven twenty two sixty three, and there's that mad bit where it just there's a couple of lines that is just a completely different narrator, and then it goes back to the original guy. Yeah, I think, I think I don't think we talk, I think we've talked about it at some point, but I think Jack noticed the same thing. <laughs> I think there was definitely an abridged version, <laughs> and then they went back and filled in the yeah. bits for unabridged. And if even if, I think they got the same person, and he's just old now. George Guido. Oh no, is it George Guido? No, he did the gunslinger. Sorry. How far is how far through eleven twenty two sixty three is Jack? Uh, I'm not sure. Has he finished? He it might yet? have finished it. Okay. He might have. But the thing from the sounds of it, he has a really long list, and I keep just going like, "Hey, you'd probably like uh, this series of three books." When you because Mister Mercedes is really. <gasps> I finished the first season of Mister Mercedes now. Oh, you've been watching the show? Yeah, I finally bit the bullet and got the Stars subscription on Prime. Right, so that's not included with Prime? No. Where does that... Because that isn't coming out of my bank account, yet I have access to Stars. Because I got Stars because I wanted to watch the rest of Ash vs. Evil Dead. And there's loads of really good stuff on there. But I'm still only getting charged for Prime. Maybe you accepted that at like some point when they were like, "Oh, it's free, but you have to sign up," <laughs> and now you've just done some like free, <laughs> maybe some free version of it. That, but I mean, I I was sort of like I was maybe like a five or a month or something, 
Like after three months, yeah. I think it goes up to a fiver. But like the shows that I actually got it so I could watch the counterpart. So I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to try and find this anywhere else. But just give me the whole subscription because I watch Mr. Mercedes as well. Uh, yeah, Mr. Mercedes continues to be good. But now I know the story. Yeah. And I'm a little bit sort of disappointed in myself. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, it would have been really good to find all this shit out like, through the story. But some of the characters aren't in the book. I've noticed that adaptations of Stephen King are normally very different to the Yeah, books. They, they do often change a fair amount of it. Oh, wow. Which is good, because it makes it its own thing while staying sort of true to the guidelines of the source material. Yeah. Um, I didn't know, but Arrow Video have a channel on Amazon Prime, and it's just all schlocky horror. And now that doesn't I sound like something you'd be get, into. I might have to get. That. Oh my god! There's so many channels. I didn't know about these. Shudder. That's one I've had before. That's more horror stuff as well. Um. Anyway, we should talk about some TV shows about now. Yeah. Well, we yeah we just sort of almost get into Electric Dream, and then I got distracted by other things that I've watched. Yeah. Um. But so, the first episode, the Hoodmaker. It's very Blade Runner, isn't it? Yeah, the thing I I'm wondering how different the rest of the episodes are. If they're as different as, or as like sort of futuristic-y as that one. I'm guessing probably. I think Dick wrote a lot about the future. Like I know a fair bit of it was, you know, fairly bleak. Because he did, um, oh, do you remember, uh, did you ever watch A Scanner Darkly? It's the, the film that's completely rotoscoped. Like, they shot the action and then drew over the top of it. Had, like, Keanu Reeves and Robert Downey Jr. in it. Um, yes, I have seen that. I, I really liked it. That's a, a dick adaptation as well. But yeah, Ooh, I, I really, really liked The Hoodmaker. It was so cool. So cool. There were... Parts of it where I was just starting to go like, oh, I don't... I think if the whole show was based on those characters, I'd probably get bored after yeah. a couple of episodes. Well, it was only ever a short But story. because it's just, cause it's just one like little story and you just sort of go like, oh, fuck yeah, you go, weird telepath lady. But do you want to take us through it? Oh, well, there's a... <laughs> there's a telepath there's, lady there's a telepath yeah a non-telepath man so there's a telepath who's called Honor and she's recruited to work with the cops and she's partnered with Richard Madden's character who initially is like eh not sure but then they sort of they get on very very well at one point <laughs> oh they get on <laughs> they, 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 they they get do, it on <laughs> they get it on um, but basically they're sent to investigate there are a series of hoods that are made out of this material that prevents telepaths being able to read minds so suddenly they become a very powerful tool you know again against telepaths who are sort of marginalized and and yeah it's about their investigation looking for the hood maker and it's fucking lovely yeah it's a really nice 
I say nice. It's a really cool little story because I, I like that it just sort of dropped you into this world and just went, uh, this is how it is. Just fucking yeah. catch up. There's one Because I was expecting there to have like a big bit where they're sort of going back and being like, oh, so this is how the teeps originated. And it's like, and it just sort of goes like a rough sort of like, there were some experiments. Yeah. Now they're now, here. Now some people can read mine. Um, there's a, the scene I love that really reminds me of Blade Runner. It's a bit where um, she's reading the guy and he, you don't, it's never fully explained what's happening, but you kind of get an understanding of what's going on. He starts saying the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog and it, he keeps repeating it, repeating it, repeating it, repeating it. So but it's almost like it's a, a diversion tactic, like a distraction from being read. And she counters it with, what does she say? The proud dog bows before, I can't remember what it is. He bows before the glorious lion or something like that. But they keep repeating and repeating until eventually he starts he slowing down and then he starts saying in unison with her what she said. And that bit is it's very much like the, um, oh crap, what's the test called in Blade Runner? I'm not sure. I don't think I've seen Blade Runner all the way Oh through. my god. I think... The second one... I keep Boy doing Camp, that... I do that Boy thing Camp where... Yeah, I do that thing where I start it when I'm tired. Oh, uh, yeah. And then it finishes while I'm asleep. <laughs> um, It's really annoying because I think I'd love it, but... Blade Runner... Uh, Blade Runner 2049, I, th- I actually think is the better film. But you kind of need to have seen... Bla- well, yeah, you need to have seen Blade Runner... We don't need to, but you you get more but it fucking it. helps. But yeah, no, Blade Runner 2049 is one of the most amazing films I've ever seen. It's so good. Um, yeah, Blade Runner is, the first one's quite long and it is a bit slow, but I still like it, but I, I prefer 2049, I think. Yeah. What I liked is that until sort of right at the end with Electric Dreams. You don't realise that Ross is a bit of an arsehole. Yeah, they really like, at hold the beginning. That, that, I thought then, that was done so well when they're, they're showing like him in the, in the stream and they keep referring back to that and that's basically his mental block because he has the capability to block out telepaths sort of naturally. Is yeah, it, is it and naturally? I think it, like, done something to him. It is naturally, isn't it? Well, I think it was naturally he could resist. Yeah. But then I think he was trained in it like a... And that's, I think, how he got so high up in his job. Yeah, yeah it's a... Uh, it's real interesting. And I... Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really loved it. I... And I think... Because there's like, I think, ten episodes. And... I'm kind of into anthology stuff now that I know the word for it. Yeah. <laughs> have you been watching the new Inside Number Nines? I haven't. They are because I've good. been watching Mister Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, and I've been watching something else, but I can't remember what it was. It can't be that good then. No, that's the thing. I think it was good, but then oh, I was rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's what I was doing. Oh, okay. Which it is real good, but it's not something to ignore new telly for. 
But yeah, I think I'll probably watch some more of this. I I think so. <laughs> if I can find the time, which given the fact that I'm now working from home, working and from I'm home, home a lot more. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I should be able Jesus, to. Jesus, he's got it. He's got oh it. Oh God, can you get it through microphones? Joe, you know actually, someone at work the other day said. <laughs> She um the phone was ringing. She picked up and went oh, hello, and she said as she picked up the phone, she sort of jerked her head away from it and went oh. So she had the phone call and put the phone down. I went, what was that about? <laughs> she just went. As soon as I picked up the phone, he literally just went <laughs> and had a massive coughing fit. Man, that's gross. But you can't catch it through the phone. There's a zombie film called Pontypool, which is all about. Uh, this guy in a radio station, and uh, he's getting reports of. Is this like, a British horror film? It's. I don't think it is. I think there is a place in Wales called Pontypool, but I think it is American or Canadian, something like that. But anyway, it transpires that the zombie one of those virus, fake countries. Yeah, one of those made-up countries. Um, it turns out the virus is transmitted through the use of a word. And I thought actually that's a really cool idea. That's a really cool idea. It's a shame they stole it from Harry Potter. <laughs> well they put a curse on Voldemort's name innit true it's like that but you know horror <laughs> um, shall we move on shall we move on yeah I was trying to think of a smart segue from Harry Potter and horror films to the counterpart um, the counterpart um, what if there no. was another world <laughs> where Harry Potter was a horror film we talk about Harry Potter a lot on this podcast. We start off with Daniel Radcliffe. And... Yeah, I really want to. Uh, should we just do a podcast where we just go through all his films? I don't. I think that's exactly what you suggested earlier. It was. Yeah, we should do that. I mean, the first like eight of them are going to be pretty good fun. No, I think... fucking. I love Harry Potter. No, you've got to do it post Potter. Because what's the point in talking about him in Harry Potter? Uh, or what about a selection of Harry Potters? So like first, third, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got to get to two and four? I just don't enjoy this. I mean, there's not a lot of development in his acting in those two, but all of the other ones, you know, really start to show his range. <laughs> and also the stories are real cool. <laughs> <laughs> I realised as I was saying, I was like, I'm just going to start, li- uh, I- <laughs> I'll just, I'll skip a couple, but I want to watch all of them. <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh, I guess we can do Post Potter. Um, what were we talking about? What were we here to do? Oh yeah, Counterpart. Right, is it the Counterpart yes. or is it just Counterpart? I think it's just Counterpart, isn't it? I think in America it's just Counterpart, but in the UK it's the Counterpart. Right, so here's here's something. Here's here's a little checklist for you. Okay, J.K. Simmons, check. Win. Futuristic world. Ish. Win. Check. It's got sci-fi elements. A mysterious organization that no one really knows what they're doing. Check. Win. You've fucking you've nailed it. You fucking got me watching this. And also Harry Lloyd, who. The first can't we all hate it in Game of Thrones? Wait, that's how we look. Yeah, I, the thing is, I oh my god, that's he's serious. 
Yeah, the God. first cunt we all hated in Game of Thrones. I recognised him from the Doctor Who episodes he did when they're like, he plays that sort of vampire y sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because he was a cunt in that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think actually Jessica Stevenson was in that as well. God, that was weird. That was a good episode. That was a long I, time ago. I first saw him in Robin Hood, which we talked about for this. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at the other things these days. Oh, done. shit. He played Professor X in Legion. Huh. Probably watch more of that. <laughs> I've, only, I've seen... I finished the first season, but I just keep forgetting. Fucking season three. Jesus Christ. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I've, I've accidentally got rid of the page that told me everything about the counterpart. Ah! Oh, but haven't you watched it recently? Yes. I mean, I watched it like a week ago. <laughs> I watched it on... <laughs> and my brain just like sieved a lot of it out. Sunday morning. Right, so yeah, he plays J.K. Simmons, who is amazing. He plays Howard Silver, yeah. who is... He's a very... How long did it take you to realise that J. it was Simmons. based in Berlin? Uh, not very long. Like probably the opening scene when they were all speaking German. And when they were talking about East Germany. Yeah, but you see, my brain took a long time to be like... Oh, that's German. <laughs> I thought, for some reason, this was all set in America. And, like, I don't know why, right? My brain just was not working when I was watching this. And I was just like, oh, fucking set in America. Why do they keep talking this, uh... I don't understand why they're talking what well, sounds like German, but I think it could just be gibberish that's made up. Maybe, I don't understand. Maybe he's going to that actually, the Nazis won World War Two and took over... America and just Ooh, called it it's a Spain. prequel to the man in the high castle <laughs> yeah uh, yes so how to he's quite passive he's been in the same job for years and years and years um, he is denied a promotion after he is caught giving an what was it an inappropriate response to something was it inappropriate or like a I know it prohibited was, um... or something response he basically he goes into it's it's another sort of Blade Runnery style conversation, but you can tell it's like a coded conversation. He got, he's paid to go in and have with this guy because they pick sentences off of a sheet, and it's all like uh, the primroses are coming up delightfully for this time of year, and it's all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it's really I I really like that. Yeah, that scene. I was just like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> like fuck, an an actual story just. Explain to me how this works. Um, so yes, yeah, so, but on his way out, he gestures to the guy's tie because he's got like some sauce or blood or something on it. Um, that's the reason he's been told he's not getting a promotion. Um, oh, was it like an inappropriate interaction or something? Yeah, something like that. Uh, and then eventually discovers that there's another version of him comes through in into the office. <laughs> That's just like his opposite. Yeah. I like that. I really like it. I love it when, when an actor's playing like two parts, I instantly forget it's the same guy. It's really weird, but my brain is really good at disengaging like, okay, it's J.K. Sims again. It's, oh no, that's the silk from that era. That's silk from that, that time. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, it has to be done well. 
like the like the special effects to get like i know it's actually probably quite a simple process that i just don't understand yeah like because it's not it's not mirroring it's like it's camera trick. It, when the, when it's a static well, it's, camera, you can just lay the the images over each other. So you know how. Uh, we so love, what you're saying is it's a really really fucking simple thing to do. It's real simple. So you know how we love the locked off shot. Yeah, yeah. What you do, you shoot one side of it. So you, <gasps> you shoot a whole show from one camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a play. <laughs> So you shoot. Ah, so if, yeah, I never thought of it. If like J.K. That. Simmons is standing on the left, looking right, you shoot that bit, and you don't move the camera. He goes away, changes the tie, whatever, goes to the other side of the set, turns and look. So he's on the right, looking left, and you do the counterpart. You can, when you then come to edit it, because nothing in the background's changed in theory, you can then just lay the images one over the other, and it will look like they're talking to each other. What if though, right? You needed to have, like, a not. I don't want to say a young version, but like a really sort of fat version of a character, and then a really thin version of the same character, but like dramatically opposite. So he had to like go away for like six months, lose a bunch of weight. How do you how do you fix that, Mister well, Film Degree? You do the same thing, but you put six months in a weight loss or gain program in between. <laughs> <laughs> alright fair <laughs> but how do you stop the lighting changing how you tell the lighting technician he's got to hold that light perfectly <laughs> still for six months you come back like why is there a skeleton in my oh my god the lighting guy <laughs> his hands have melted oh, he, was, he was an intern it was just a trick <laughs> um, so yeah, then there's there's an assassin that's come across and on the assassin's list of people to kill is Howard's wife. Um, and it's them trying to catch this assassin for the pilot. And it's fucking great. Yeah, because like, it gives you just enough of the backstory. In that way, that I really like how they do it, where they sort of just throw someone into a situation and just go, right, so the audience needs to know some stuff. Yeah. That your character just happens to not know. Which is really convenient because we're going to like sort of have to drip feed you bits of information. Yeah. But we can't tell you the whole thing right away because like, Jesus, you're not qualified. (laughs) And yeah, it's really cool. Like the whole, oh, during the Cold War, we were doing some experiments and now, oopsie daisy, we've opened a rip in reality. You know, as you do. Makes you want to. I really like stuff like that. I don't know why, but like when when there's evidence that Hitler sort of experimented with the occult when he was coming up with, you know, all his horrible plans and shit, that stuff interests me like fuck. So when they say, okay, during the war we were doing some stuff and we found some shit. I really like that. During the war, we were trying to find an ark and then some guy stole it, but thank God because it melted some other cunt's face. (laughs) As the Big Bang Theory quite rightly pointed out, Ineffectual, it would have happened anyway. <laughs> well, no, see, that's the thing. It, like, Big Bang Theory quite rightly points out that Indiana Jones inadvertently saved Hitler. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, he did. <laughs> that's right, because he punches him in the third film. In the third film? When does he meet Hitler? 
I need, do you know I what? I think it's the third film. I need to watch. So I don't think the second film has that many Nazis. No, it must have Nazis. I need to rewatch them no, because I've not watched them in years. Who's Temple of Doom? So he spends a lot more time in sort of you know the jungle. So you know, when I was a kid, it, Temple of Doom was my favourite. Do you know? Like I think I might have been too young when I watched it for the first time, and the uh, pulling someone's heart out through their chest, like oh, that, sure I, oh, like with sure magic. I. Yeah, that shit freaked that freaked the shit out of me. If you'd like to hear, what but you know, I've never done an escape from based on it. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend you listen to my episode of Hardcore Listening. <laughs> or find the episode of Copilots where he talked about the same thing. Did I? Yeah, you've talked about it on here before. Uh, probably, but probably, yeah. fucking, I can't remember A when. Long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you told it better on here. Eh? <laughs> you told it better on here because I, I, you know, there was only one of me. And... <laughs> They Please listen to our podcast. They, faces... That's because it's a really fucking funny story. When Stu, Stu lent in and he went, your wife picked you up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was really scared. <laughs> yeah, she's strong. God, that was funny. What I liked is that they they said, your wife and you were like, yeah. <laughs> After that, she fucking married me. <laughs> <laughs> just, Lisa's the whole time just like, well, it can't get much lower than that. One time he's crying in a fucking escape room. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, counterpart. It's very, very good for J.K. Simmons' performance of it. Like seeing how much of an arsehole he can be versus how much of a nice guy he can be. It's brilliant. I really like J.K. Simmons. Have you seen Whiplash? Mm. The Drummond film. No. He is incredible in Whiplash. He's such an asshole, but it's such a good film. What I just the thing is, like, I've been chomping at the Champ- bit to watch the rest of this. Champing at the bit. Well, no, I've been chomping. I've broken all my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I really want to watch the rest of this. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's really fucking good. And here we go. Look, it's only a ten episode series. Yeah, but there's two of them. <laughs> That's true. Oh shit, there's twenty. Oh, it's been cancelled. But it might not be a bad cancellation. It might be that yeah. sort of like, ah, oh, fuck, that was a good run. Yeah. It's a sh- it is, it is fucking brutal, isn't it? How many TV shows just get cancelled in America? St- oh, excuse me. Well, I mean, if you so look at many. the opening viewership, they had points on less than half a million like viewers. Which, given the size of America, that's not great. Well, with J.K. Simmons, you think, oh, you know, that's a good pull, because he's a, he's a big star, and he's going to be amazing in the next Spider-Man, which, thank fuck, they're going ahead with. Yeah, and like he was really good in the other Spider-Man films mm. that he was in. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him be bad. Do you know, actually, thinking about it, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is now the only Marvel Blu-ray I don't have. Because Ant-Man and the Wasp came today. Finally. And that's but it. why didn't you order Far From Home as well? Because <laughs> it was 15 quid, and Ant-Man and the Wasp was six. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Those prices reflect the quality of those films. <laughs> <laughs> that Man and the Wasp is fun. It's absolutely fine. 
Yeah, but then you get to watch Far From Home, and Far From Home is fun. Like, real fun. Like, Cold War Germany with a portal to other Cold War <laughs> Germany fun. <laughs> but the thing is, what I want is, I want them to... I thought that it was going to show um, Earth Prime Silk going through at the end of the first yeah. episode to... Uh, what I'm assuming is just well, dog shit world. At some point, they're gonna swap over, aren't they? Like for yeah. For a Although long time. there's a part of me that doesn't want to know the full differences, if that makes sense. I don't want to know how different Earth, I guess, Earth Two is. I don't want to know how different it is. I just want to know that it's different because some different choices have been made. But I don't want to know the full extent of it. Yeah. Because, or oh, imagine season two, they're just like fucking. There's four worlds. <laughs> oh god, that's a point. And the, like my thing, I just, I can't see where it's gonna because they're gonna catch the assassin. Obviously, or <gasps> Earth Prime Hilk's gonna save her somehow because she's gonna look like someone he knows that Earth Two Silk can't comprehend. Like his daughter or something. That's actually really good. I like that. Ah, uh, yeah. See, that's the thing. Because, like, multiple universes isn't something that I haven't seen done in TV before. So I kind of always sort of know what I want, which is like, oh, there's people that you've lost in your Earth that exist somewhere else. Yeah. That you can have... But they might be batshit crazy. Slash an assassin. That's a real good point. I like that. That's mad. We were just I was just talking to you about Whiplash and I was just flicking through my Amazon and it's on my um suggested purchase thing. That's mental. They it's are. cause they're listening. But yeah, like I wanna watch more of both of these. Yeah. I think maybe more so counterpart. I really don't know where I stand on that, actually. I, uh, I think I like the... Uh, <coughs> yeah, it's good me. I like the anthology. Oh, Jesus. Now, now I've got it twice. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I like the um, anthology um, nature of... Um, I, think, I think I imagine with Electric Dreams, I'd probably dip in and out or maybe watch... Maybe read more of the blurb and then watch the ones that I fancy. Yeah. Whereas with Counterpart, I want to watch it all that's, now. Yeah, that's actually a really good way of looking at it, to be fair. Because I'm looking at some of the character names, I'm like, I don't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, this seems mental. Well, yeah, I like both of them. Yeah, they are both good TV shows that people should do the watching of. Next time, we are going to talk about one of my favourite shows that's ever been, Shit's Creek. Difficult People. I've never seen Difficult People. Ah, it was a 50-50 chance I get it right. Um, Shit's Creek is amazing, and you're going to love it, and you're going to burn through it like you did Gilmore Girls. That is my guarantee. Oh. Oh. Well, that's going to be a problem, because I need to finish Counterpart before next week then. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame you're not working from home. <laughs> yeah, no, it is a little bit. 
Just plough through it. Yeah, that's assuming that I make it to next week, jeez. Well, I mean, you've got coronavirus twice now, so you're fucked. Twice now, and I've still been licking the tube. <laughs> right, fuck it, let's get out of there. Fuck off. Uh, listen to Joe's episode of Hardcore Listing, it's actually pretty good. <laughs>